You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I just remembered that they're going to be coming up to my door today. Oh, God. I forgot about that. I always forget about it until it's too late. And then if they show up and I don't have something, then I look like a total jerk. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to go... Buy some. What do they even this like? This is the best day. I mean, I'm always grateful for my locked front, uh, like main apartment door. Seriously, but this is the like day of the year when I'm most excited. I about think it. I'm most traumatized because there was one with a mustache that showed up a couple of years ago, and he was like twice as tall as I am. I'm like you, you're too old for this. But then he scared me, so I gave him candy. Do you know anyway. that in some states it's actually illegal to trick or treat over the age of like 13? What? No way. How mm-hmm. they, I remember. I was reading about that when that I was up. finding my Halloween facts. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna ID check some of these kids. I don't think it's in Oregon. Though. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment. Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have a lot to talk about today, but I do want to remind everybody to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link because that is the best way to do your shopping on the Amazons. I just ordered some uh, some headphones today, Sarah. Oh, what kind of headphones? Uh, cheap headphones because we needed another pair. So oh, I got boy. some cheap headphones. By going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. Okay. I will say. Okay. Yes. I was looking it up, so it wasn't 13. It was over 16. Over 16. I yes. swear, this kid had a mustache. So it's, it's <laughs> obviously, it's Halloween uh, here, uh, October 31st, 2017. And, um, and I don't usually get that many trick-or-treaters anymore, but every now and then I'll get a group of them. And... The ones, yeah, I swear, this kid had a mustache. He was like 11 feet tall. You're really focused on this kid's mustache. Because he looked way too old. <laughs> I mean, like, I remember some kids, you know, some of the, the boys who, like, grew mustaches, like, super duper young, and everyone's like, what's going on with the mustache? So if he's over 16, I can ID him and be like, I'm sorry, I can't give you any candy. No, You're it isn't. Old. No, so you can't say that. I mean, you can if you want. It's your property and your candy. Uh-huh. But, uh, so I was, Which I, is what I'm going to say to him. Like, this is my property. This is my candy. I swear I, I don't have to give you any. <laughs> I thought I read something about someone being 13, but no, this is six. So uh, if you're over the age of, if you're 16 or older, uh-huh. uh, living in New Brunswick, New Brunswick in, uh, in Canada. So what in, happened in New Brunswick that they had to pass that? So you're banned from trick or treating. Something happened. <laughs> you cannot be out past 8 p.m. if you're wearing any kind of disguise, like a Halloween mask or costume. Um, uh, and if you appear to be looking for treats, will be fined up to two hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah. What two hundred dollars just for walking up to a door? I mean, you know, I, again, I am going to ID the children, you know, and let them know that uh, I'm sorry. Actually, at this house, I don't reward. Maybe I can make up my own rules. You know, it is my property. I can be like, if you are over the age of, what, 12? I mean, you don't have to live. I mean, there, there was always like the mean, you know, house <laughs> on the cul-de-sac that had all their lights out. Yeah. And you'd know not to go to the house. You just have to sit in the darkness. Yeah, but then I'm afraid they're going to prank the house if that happens. Because there's some, there's some real shit apples in my neighborhood. So I feel like that would probably happen, like if I didn't have something out there. But if I enforce strict rules to try to, you know, teach them guidance, I'll be like, all right, today your treat is you get a lesson in how rules work. This is my property. This is my candy. I don't have to give you any. And then, you know, explain them, you know, I give them a little life lesson. Like that's the kind of treat that can last, you know, their whole lives. A lot better than just a piece of candy. So I'll do that. Um, I'm not going to be like the dental floss house. I don't want to be those those people. Oh yeah, nobody likes the, the dental, dental floss. floss house. Nobody likes the dental floss house. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. You know, if you're a dentist, okay, nobody maybe really I likes see the it, Tootsie but... Roll house either. 
You know, that's really true. Yeah. I mean, I like Tootsie Rolls, but I don't want, like, a billion of them. Uh-huh. I, I mean, they're okay. Yeah. And I like the ones that have, like, the white uh, on the inside. I haven't had Tootsie Rolls in so long. I can't even remember. They're, like, a particular kind of Tootsie Roll that I like. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, other than that, like, I don't know. Tootsie Rolls always seem like they're old. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, whenever you get them. Yeah, they do. They do. They see, Well, because nobody wants them. I yeah. don't feel like a lot of people want Tootsie Rolls. Like, like in, in, like, a Tootsie Pop Okay, fine. It's at the center. Ugh, Even then, no. I don't eat it. Though. Ew, I don't really like. I just eat the lollipops. I eat the lollipop, I, and then I don't. I eat used the to. No, I cut my tongue pretty badly on one on a tootsie pop when I was younger. How did you cut your tongue? Because on it's a like basically pop. like glass like candy on the outside. I remember it was a blueberry one, and I was looking, and there was like one like an air bubble in there, and the air bubble from uh, from the inside and the outside of you know like the candy made this like basically razor sharp edge. Yeah, and totally cut my tongue. Uh, I don't think I'm alone in that. I think other people I don't, have had that. I've never heard of anybody cutting their tongue on, on a, a tootsie. tootsie pop yeah never you've never heard that no it's never heard like it. razor sharp no i pulled out a filling once on a jolly rancher but that was okay. you know different different story um i'm taking a look here in the live chat funemploymentradio.com slash live we have some different things that uh people are suggesting uh, mr jenky says if you enforce strict rules those little shit apples will just burn your house down trick i don't see but wouldn't they just be grateful for learning a valuable lesson on uh, that, you know, they walk up all the way to the door and be like, surprise, you get nothing. Life is full of disappointment. Bye. You know, and then it closed the door or something like that. Yeah, you get broken windows. That's probably when you That's get broken windows. That's what you windows. get. Um, all right, Nipples in the chat says, local podcaster beaten by pack of <laughs> trick-or-treaters for offering life lessons instead of candy. Wow. And uh, Brahim and Hanna are, like, kicking your butt because they say um, that they actually bought full-size candy bars. Oh, they're, so you they're are the house the cool that, people. Yeah, you are the cool people. There was And candy bars are expensive these days. Yeah. Maybe you got, like, Costco or something. I don't know. I don't oh, my like, gosh. Yeah. I mean, I've every once in a while I'll get a craving for, like, a, like a Butterfinger uh-huh. or, like, something like that. Along those lines, and they're like, I remember, like I swear, I just am still stuck in the age where I thought the candy's still like fifty nine cents. What is it now? Like a dollar fifty nine. It's a dollar fifty nine for, for a candy, candy bar. bar. Sometimes two dollars. Wow. For a regular size candy bar. I had no idea. I know. Yeah, I don't. I was really like, buy. and uh, I was about, I'm just gonna be like, boy, these are. And I'm like, stop talking. Don't wow. talk to anybody about your concerns about how expensive candy well, bars are. Let me are. tell you, back in my day, candy they were. Was I remember. Cents. No, I would go get my now and later's for a nickel. <laughs> oh my God, you sound so old. Oh my no! Uh, when I lived in uh, in Seattle, we lived in the Wedgwood area, and like when we walked to our private, like that's when I went to Catholic school, and then we'd walk home. There was this tiny little corner mart, and we'd go and get our uh, now and later's. Those uh, were like the mushy ones, right, with the uh, jokes on the inside. Um, those were Laffy Taffies. They had the jokes. I think it was Laffy Taffies that have the jokes. Were they Laffy Taffies? Were they? Well, hence the big Laffy squares? Taffy. I mean, if you <gasps> okay, that put two and two it. together on there. Yeah, that, that must one. have been it. I think that's yeah, it. Yeah, we get our Laffy Taffies uh-huh. for like a nickel, and then we tell each other the jokes and walk home. Well, all wearing our matching uniforms. And then we walked through yes. the snow a hundred miles barefoot. <laughs> Keelan says, on today's show, old people lament the price of candy bars. That's kind of what it's sounding like right now. Uh, it's being I noted. Mean, I'm sorry, a candy bar is not $2. Uh-huh. What is happening? Well, boy, I know it's really a rough thing, the rough mm-hmm. life lessons. Again, see, these are life lessons. That you I know what else children. I fear on Halloween is that someone's going to get through the front of my apartment door and knock on my door. Well, that'd be like a treasure trove for a kid, although nobody's going to have candy in that place. So No, it'll just be like yeah, through your apartment front door. Cigarettes and bottles of booze with all my neighbors. Yeah, it'd be really sad. <laughs> I'm actually pretty wholesome compared to a lot of my neighbors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I just sit inside and watch. Oh, I finished uh, Filthy Rich, by the way, Greg. Okay. It was incredible. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. Um, it's being um, it's being noticed. So I'm tr- I'm trying to think about this, like what I should do. Should I like try to bribe the kids and go full candy bar? I mean, I mean, are you going to be at home? 
Yeah. I'll be at home while they're while they're coming around, while they're doing their thing. Because they do, what, like five or something? I don't know. I don't when know. do kids trick or treat? I don't know. How late can they go? I have no idea. Huh. I mean, like eight? We were never allowed to like trick or treat very late. Well, I'm, I mean, I when we did it, of course, you know, it was out in the country, so we had to drive. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how we trick or treated. So oh, we would yeah. drive over to like the farmers and get all their candy. This is where I've talked about this before. Old Mrs. Beaver, who lived down the street and would give you popcorn balls that would oh, like break you. Oh, Old Mrs. Beaver's popcorn balls. Yeah, and I she remember. would, yeah, break your teeth on them because they were so like rock solid, rock hard. Like, oh, I think the she made them like are once. Delicious. You couldn't eat them. They were too hard. You couldn't, you, you couldn't get through on these things. Um, but, you know, we always said thank you. But anyway, so I would have to – I was kind of stuck with, with whatever's in that neighborhood. You know, it's the same people every year. Uh, though uh, every now and then we got to go into town, you know, into the town with the townies and go trick-or-treating with some of those well, people. I never did, like, town trick-or-treating. Like, really? Where, where did go, you go like, trick or treat? businesses? Oh, no, I just mean, like – in the city, like where there's houses next in to the each city. other. In the city. Okay, yeah. yeah. Let's, we're using the term city very loosely. No, we'd just go around the neighborhood. When I was younger, you know, my parents would um, park and let us walk around as long as they could see us. And then when I got a little older, we were allowed to go out in groups. But they'd have to go through and check all the candy to make sure there weren't razor blades in there. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That was always the fear. Razor blades were going to mm-hmm. be in there. Or acid. One or the, one or the other. <gasps> That's one of my other Halloween facts. Can I tell you one of my Halloween facts I learned about um, like razor blades and things in, in candy? Yeah, because I remember that's, that was the thing. All right. So I, I guess out of the percentages, chances are that if your trick-or-treat candy is poisoned or has like a needle or something in it, a family member actually did it. Wait, to you? Yeah, to you. Oh. Yeah, so like the two instances that this has happened... Because there are, like, urban myths that we've all heard. I mean, right. clearly, like, we're razor 100 blades. years old, and we've heard about razor blades and needles. Yeah. Of course. I don't remember the needles there. as much, but razor blades in yes. your candy, you had to check to make sure nobody had stuck a razor blade in them. Well, any t- so I guess this has happened a couple times. It actually has happened, but in all the instances, it has been when uh, the person who has been tampering with the candy it was a family member. Okay. So there was a case of Ronald O'Brien... Ronald, old Ronald O'Brien. Who uh, laced his son. Well, no, this Ronald O'Brien's not whimsical. He murdered his son. Oh, okay. Yeah, by uh, putting cyanide into his candy in Texas in 1974. In 1970 in Detroit, five-year-old Kevin Tostin died of a heroin overdose after he found his uncle's stash of the drug. So uh, his family later sprinkled the rest of the uncle's heroin over the Halloween candy to try and protect the uncle to make it seem as if it wasn't his fault. Wow, that's really, mm-hmm. really diabolical. Okay, so um, <laughs> they sprinkled it over the rest to what to accuse somebody else of putting heroin on the candy? Yeah, to be like, and then they gave him a heroin sprinkle. Yeah, yeah. Again, we talk about this every year. Nobody's giving you their drugs for free. No, nobody wants to give you their drugs. No, that's no. not. Re- yeah, that's not really how it works, Mm-mm. huh? Okay, well, so I a I don't want to be. I don't want to be associated with that kind of thing with kids coming to my house. Like, I'm, I mean, I feel like I'm already kind of the weird house in the neighborhood. You are. One of them. You know, I mean, my neighbors are weirder. But at the same time, I don't think people know what to expect from my house. So do I want to, like, show off and be, like, the super cool dude and, like, be like, hey, kids, you know, and, and like, give, give them all kinds of candy and be all dressed up and, like, you know, as the single guy, like, standing there at the doorway with the children coming up and... Like overdo it? No, I'd say hide your valuables. That when they peek in their shit apples, they can't see what you're going to steal from me. Should I accuse them of stealing from That's me? That's why I never open my door to anybody because I don't. I don't want anyone taking my treasures. Yeah, I like my things. Yeah, these. Um, yeah, okay. So I need to. I need to be wary. I'm a, maybe I should warn them. I'm like, you're on camera right now. I am filming you. 
If you, if anything gets stolen from my house, property. this is private property. Mm-hmm. I own this house. This is my land and you're on it. And I don't have to give you candy if I don't want to. And if you're stealing from me, I'm going to find out and I will track you down. And I am filming you right now. And I have your picture. I will keep this image of you in case something gets stolen. I'm going to uh, accuse you of it. Again, this is my property and I don't have to give you candy if I don't want to. If you have a mustache, you need to go and please show me your ID. So I know how old you are. Like just they kind of approach it with that. They of their kids. Yeah, but see, this is I'm, I'm going to trick them, you know. Because I guess that way, they could bring their school IDs. That's just creepy. Yeah, yeah. Don't ask children for IDs. Yeah, okay, let me see. How old are you? You know, and just just demand. You just that put a private to... property keep out sign on your front lawn. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea too. Ooh, uh, Edward's saying Greg put out an empty candy bowl as if it's all gone. Oh, well, with like, some wrappers. Oh, sorry. In it? Yeah, some other kids already got it. Oh yeah. As I'm sitting there, just like candy's nom, nom. taken. Yeah. Chowing down on candy. Like, turn on the light and make them walk all the way up to the front door and then for nothing. Okay. Oh, boy, I've got a little, lot of options of how I can play this. Mm-hmm. I can really, really figure this I out. I think here. your best bet would probably be, I, I don't know, hide upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I could hide upstairs. But then, no. But then what am I, how do I know if they're, you know, running a trick on me? Like, what if they're out there, like, tricking my property or something? Just set your alarm and hide upstairs. Yeah, but, well, yeah, but that, I... That's not going to control outside if they're putting toilet paper on my stuff or putting signs in my yard. Oh, my God. That would make me laugh out loud if your house got toilet paper. I would be so mad if my house got oh, toilet paper. Oh, I didn't know you would. It wouldn't be funny, like, <laughs> afterward because you'd be freaking out. I would, right? be, I would be pissed. Yes. Yeah, I would be mad if my house. Have you ever TP'd somebody's house? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay, there's a creature running yeah, back in the hallway of our, outside. Yeah, All right, I'm of sure our you can hear yeah. that. It's kind of loud. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't recall. Well, yeah. I mean, I had the mean girls in high school egged my house. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. mean. Michelle. How did you know it was them? Michelle. How do you know it was Michelle? No, because, because when I, I was out of town and when I got back, like I heard them laughing about it, and she was pointing at me and laughing. Are you sure? Did she say specifically, or was this, you know, putting two and two together? Kind no, of thing? and then and then people who knew her said that she said she did it. Oh man, Michelle, if Michelle, if you, is that the Michelle. one that cut your hair? That was Teresa. Teresa cut your hair. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we've, we've got Vin, whoever Michelle is right Michelle now. Michelle was the Michelle was she my egged nightmare. your house. Egged my house. She was the one that I wore the uh, same dress to the same dance at, and she just came up to me and she's like, "Wow." This dress looks so much better on me. <laughs> and she would write me, oh, God, Michelle. Michelle is like the definition of like making your life miserable in high school to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's being asked. <laughs> Wait, we said there's a creature in the hall. Yeah, in the, so our studio here in Southeast Portland in, a, in this building, somebody clearly has a dog or something that's running back and forth outside. I don't, know if, faster comes, than a dog. I don't know if it comes through on yeah, the microphone. Yeah, it's weird. I, I, Maybe Maybe it's what a else would it be? It's a gremlin. Uh huh. It's a gremlin. It's Halloween. Yeah, that's true. It's Halloween. Weird things happen on the Halloween, Greg. The veil is thin what? between the two worlds. Oh, okay. All right. It's so what's going to happen? Closest. Okay. There are going to be gremlins running around in the hallway. <laughs> gremlins. I still remember telling my uh, my brother and my cousin there were gremlins in my cousin's closet. Yeah, I was kind of mean. I mean, Actually, I was. Did it work? Um, no. But, well, me and my older cousin uh, told uh, his sister and my brother they were they were a couple years younger, and um, we told that that in uh, my cousin Alan's room that if you turned off the lights, gremlins would come out of the closet, and so mm. you always had to have the lights on. And so then we tricked them to go into the room and then close the door and turn off the light, and then gremlins would run out of. The, they thought gremlins were going to get them. 
That was like my dad when he'd take my sister. And, well, not in, a, not in a room, but like when we'd go camping and he would take my sister and I for like walks. Like my mm-hmm. mom would be like making dinner and it would be dark outside. And he's like, let's just go for a walk. And we'd be um, like hiking um, out near like old bunkers or, uh-huh. um, you know, like in on Whidbey Island and all those areas. Yeah. And so we'd go through the tunnels that were like really short. And so my dad would have the flashlight and all of a sudden he'd just turn it off. Yeah. And See, that's good I'd fun. be screaming and then like running through and then like. Yeah, we've talked about this where we'd be walking down the trails, and again, he would turn off the flashlight because we're little and dumb. We never even thought to like bring our own flashlights. We're like, Dad has the flashlight. <laughs> and then he'd turn it off, and all of a sudden, we'd hear the. Yeah, see, that's, that's good fun. That was not fun. My sister and I almost peed ourselves every time. It was uh, kind of funny. Now it's kind of so funny. So I should scare the neighborhood children. Maybe that's something I could do. Oh, maybe you can rig up a little speaker on the front and be like the. I don't know if they're going to know what that sound is. I found some. All right, what about this? I found some like creepy music. What about like listening to something like this? Oh, wait, hang on. I don't know. Sounds too whimsical. Yeah. I don't think uh, that's not what kids are going to go for right now. Like, do I want to scare them? Like, do you want to just have like screams Someday and sound like someone's murdering? Someday you'll have mur- to pay taxes. Or, or yeah, something like, that, you know? like real life scares. Um, like this is the most elasticity your skin will ever have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Social security will be bankrupt by the time you're old enough. Uh, We've already paid into it. Uh. Yeah, that's it. I mean, these are definitely things that would scare me. They keep me up at night. Um, all right, well. I, I don't know. I guess I'll have to figure out what to do then and, and how how to play this. Okay. So either be the cool person or be very strict on the rules. Well, it is Halloween. You can't pretend to be something you're not. Yeah, I'm going to so be real strict on the rules. you could go for the cool the person. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm not giving them full candy bars, though. I'm not going to do that. I'm not like Brahim and Anna. They're way too nice. So right, I'm going to have to. I'll have to. Is this uh, scarier? Yeah, this is scarier. Oh, yeah. Oh. Can you just open the door in all black and just have this playing? Yeah. With some, like, candles behind I'm you? sure the parents will love me for that. That's not going to get rid of the That's stigma the of being That's the only way that I, would, that I would answer the door if I ever have a front door that people can get to. Uh. I will do like total like goth witch from hell, like, like being the burning like character. candles. Hello, little children. And like a giant pentagram, like glowing red oh, behind Jesus. me. I'm oh, gonna yeah. go that route. Hey, you know what? They're the ones that are letting their children wander onto us. Strangers' like doorsteps. The door and like spit up fake blood or something. Like, you never Whoa! know what you're gonna see. You never know. Oh, that's true. Well, that sounds threatening. Like you're going to like expose yourself <laughs> you to them. You never know. Ew. What you're gonna say? Okay. I mean, I'm just saying that sounded. Imagine if I had said that. You never know what you're gonna. Well, because see, you're kids. more likely to expose like, yourself than I am. I am not going to be exposing myself. Yeah, to the children. but if that's one of us was going to expose themselves, it would be you. I wouldn't do it on purpose. Maybe on accident. That would be the only way okay, that would happen. This is like you covering your future tracks. <laughs> no, no, I just, no I, I forgot to zip up my pants or something. No, no, no. Let's get away from this. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what I do here. Maybe I'll rent myself out to hand out candy. That would be fun. What, you're going to go hand out candy? No, I said I could rent myself out to somebody who doesn't want to answer their door. I'll be like, I'll do it. <laughs> but I get to dress really scary. Huh. Just, what are you dressed as? Sarah's doing weird eyes right now. Mm-hmm. That's what she's doing. 
Like, how would you how would you handle it? What would you would you try to be creepy? Yeah, I'd try to be creepy. Just not break character. Just be scary. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I've never really done it before. Plus, I don't You've like opening. You've never answered for trick or treaters. No, because I don't really like opening my door to strangers. I always yeah. hid. When yeah. I did have an apartment with a front door, I would hide, and then I'd peek out the window. And one time, somebody saw me, and I was like, Boo. and I hid, and then I left out my back door. Boo. Yeah, this is creepy. I did find a couple ca- scary stories that we could maybe read. Okay. All right. I Some scary Halloween stories. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Courtney says I could hand out kid- candy to kids that come by at her house. Ooh, okay. That sounds like it'd be fun. I would I just like to scare them a little. I don't think you'd enjoy it as much. You want, you want to scare them. Get those, like, stick-on rubber, like, witch fingers. You know, the green Ooh. ones. You're like, hello. Have you been a good boy Ew. or girl or whatever? You're not Santa Claus. You don't ask them if they've been a good boy well, or girl. Well, they should. I mean, why are they girl? not asked if they're good or not? If they're getting free candy from people who are paying with their hard-earned money to give them candy. Uh. I think that's... I mean, all right, let's just say Santa knows if somebody's been good or not. So, I mean, that's kind of pointless to ask Santa if you've been good because Santa knows. However, if kids are coming up like, oh, give me candy. Wait, but you don't ask Santa. You don't. It's not like a kid walks up to Santa Santa and says, hey, Santa, have I been good or bad? No, but Santa asks them. And then depending on Santa's response to if they say if they're good or not, then they get presents. So, so you want to be like a Halloween Santa Claus? Well, I mean, it should be because I'm a you know perfect stranger paying money out of my pocket to give these little shit apples some candy. So I should know if they're being good kids or not. Okay, I think don't you think is, that there should be some judgment? I don't know if this is going to really work. It's as Keelan's saying, this is the most confusing shit ever. Yeah, it's, it it is. I'm not understanding what you're going to do to them exactly. So you're going to demand to know if they've been good or bad. Sure. And then they'll. Decide if and I guess candy. if they've been bad, I give them candy since it is Halloween. Uh, you're, you're making Eve. up the rules, so mm-hmm. I don't really know how you want to do that. Uh, but we'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. Now you said you had some scary stories. I did. I sent you a couple. Okay. So I found some. Uh, you know, in lieu of us having our own scary stories for today, unless something like weird happened to you at your house last night, mm, no, some, like weird ghost story. I found a couple. Short, scary stories. I wanted to see if we could have a scary off. I sent you a couple. Okay, a scary off so you mm-hmm. can read it scariest? Okay. Ooh, yeah, who can read all it right. the scariest? Ooh, I like that. Okay. Um, all right, I'm taking a look here, having not read these. Okay, all right. How do you, how do you want to do this? All right, hang on. Wait, one of these is only like two sentences long. No, they're like short stories. Oh, That's okay. what I was saying. So I mean, okay. They're not supposed to be like super long. All right, well, why don't you start us off with a scary story? All right, Greg. So you found these online. I found these online. I found okay. these on the internet. Okay. I found them on the Credit internet. Credit to internet. Credit to internet. All right. This story's called The Lost Phone. It's being asked if there's a bet on this or a contest. Oh, yeah. I get to pick out, if, if I win, I get to pick out what Halloween costume you wear when you answer your door. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. That will not be happening. No. No, that's not going to be the bet. Okay. I'm not, I'm not allowing you to dress me for the neighborhood children. Okay, that just sounds weird. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what it is. Okay. I was going to say, like, your Jon Snow costume or something. Jeez. Uh, it's all beat up after filming uh, Keelan's video. Oh. Jon Snow costume needs some, some remodels. Jon Snow costume is no more? Uh, it's not no more, but it needs, it needs some upkeep. Okay. All right, here's my first story. 
It's called The Lost Phone. Last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch the opening act at a local bar's music night. After a few drinks, I realized my phone wasn't in my pocket. I checked the table we were sitting at, the bar, the bathrooms, and after no luck, I used my friend's phone to call mine. After two rings, someone answered and gave out a low, raspy giggle and hung up. They didn't answer again when I kept calling. I eventually gave it up as a lost cause and headed home. I found my phone laying at my nightstand, right where I had left it. Whoa. Oh, wait, here, I have a sound for that. <laughs> all right, that was your scary story. That was, okay. that was the first scary story. Okay, all right. All right, why don't you read one here? <clears throat> all right. I've been having vivid dreams lately. Not the ones that felt like I'm flying or being chased by a monster or anything. It felt... Like I was living someone's life. At first, it. Why don't you do your normal voice? Seconds. Like it's your because story. Because I'm trying to do a scary story. I thought we were supposed to tell it scary. No, we're supposed to like it's supposed to be from your perspective. That makes it scarier. Well, I don't know. I think we have different ideas of what's going to make right, it scary. All right, just keep going with your weird voice then. Well, it's still. I mean, maybe this is from my. Either way, you interrupted it. I see what you're doing. I, you're sabotaging. No, I'm not sabotaging it, but I'm saying like you're reading it wrong. Uh, fine. Fine. I've been having vivid dreams. <laughs> oh my god. I've been having vivid dreams lately. Like not the ones that, that felt like I'm flying or being chased by a monster or anything. It it felt like I was living someone's life. And at first it only lasted a few seconds. Then it progressed into hours and days, and soon enough it turned into years. There were times I woke up screaming, confusing people around me because I thought I was the person in the dream. Each one was different than the last. One time, I'm a regular old dad with two kids. Another, I was a drunk living in a dump of an apartment. I talked to a therapist about it, and he thought it was short-term memory loss or me reliving a past life or that kind of shit. But I know it's not a past life, and I know the people in my dreams are real. I tried to look up the people in my dreams, tried to find out who they were. I only found obituaries. These stories are so bad. I know. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, let me get some water. All right. When my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard. But our favorite thing was the ghost. Now, we called her mother... Because she seems so kind and nurturing. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up, and on each of our nightstands, we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there for us, worried that we'd get thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Now, among the house's original furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which we kept against the back wall of the living room. Now, whenever we were preoccupied with doing something else, watching TV, playing a game, Mother would inch the chair forward across the room toward us always ending up in the center of the room. Now, sometimes she'd uh, managed to move it all the way to the center, sometimes almost there, but usually made it right around there. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall because we knew Mother didn't like that. Years later, long after we'd moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, who was a widow. She'd murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poisoned milk before bed every night, and then she'd hanged herself. 
The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room with a woman's body hanging from the beam. Beneath her knocked over was that old same wooden chair placed exactly in the center of the room. <laughs> that one didn't work very well. All right. All right. All right. I've got one more. I've got one here. Okay. So far, I think I'm definitely winning this. No. Uh, All right. You had to have a reboot, though. That's because you interrupted me in the middle of it. Wait, I have two more. They're really short, though. Do you, are you All short right. or long? No, this is a long one. All right. You want to tell another short one? I'll tell a short one, and then you tell the long one. All right. I began tucking my son into bed, and he tells me, Mommy, check for monsters under the bed. I looked underneath for his amusement, and I see him, another him, under the bed, staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's someone on my bed. (laughs) Wait, so were you the daddy? I was the daddy. Okay. Or the mommy. Was that the mommy or the daddy? I, well, I don't know. You just said daddy, so it's just confusing all I'm around whatever's going on. I'm I'm that's the fine. Just wanted to clarify. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. This Here we go. It's going super well, by the way. I know. This bit is killing it. Okay. Re- After this, we should probably uh, bring back lame confessions. Yeah, lame. Everybody wants more lame I confessions. I know. Like, everyone is like hounding right. me about that. Okay. I'm going to try to read this one. Okay, do it. I don't want to sound mean, but the dead are pretty clueless. I've always seen them. When I was younger, everyone thought I was just talking to imaginary friends. After a couple of years, when I overheard my parents talk about calling a psychologist, I realized what I was talking to. See, ghosts don't tend to realize they're dead, and they don't look like they do in the movies. They look just like us. I'm pretty smart for a 13-year-old. <laughs> Are you great? I'm pretty smart for a 40-year-old, so I started noticing certain patterns to tell them apart from the living. They could be a bit distant from living people, or you'd see them try to talk to people who wouldn't even notice them. Some of them could tell I was different, that I noticed them. Like this guy I saw after school. Greg, did the, you write this story? Stuff it. Oh my God, some of the words in here. Okay. Like this guy I saw after school yesterday. I'm a big boy now, see? I don't need my parents to pick me up. Home is just a short walk away. You pick this story out for me. He was standing away from the other parents, didn't talk to them, just stared at me. That's how I knew he was one of the ghosts. I went over, told him I knew what he was, and asked how I could help him. I don't remember much after that, I think because of what happened this morning. Downstairs, my parents were crying. I tried talking to them, but they ignored me. They must have died last night somehow. Sometimes the new ghosts wouldn't talk to me. Some police officers and reporters just arrived. They won't talk to me either, just my parents. It's weird. I've never seen so many ghosts together before. Why won't anyone talk to me? (laughs) Oh my god, these are terrible. He was was the ghost. Oh, oh, I didn't get that, big boy. Why does it say I'm a... Is this story supposed to be a 13-year-old writing this? I think so. I swear I did not add that I'm a big boy. But I saw it. I'm like, oh, I'm giving that to Greg. I'm a man. I'm a big boy now, see? Last one is... I heard my mom calling me into the kitchen. As I headed down the stairs, I heard a whisper from the closet saying... Don't go down there, honey. I heard it, too. It was my mom. 
I think it means like that wasn't his mom downstairs, yeah. and um, then the upstairs one was the mom hiding in the closet, which it's kind of a shitty mom thing to do. The, the mom was hiding. Should have been like, hey, why don't you get in the closet with me? So that's so uh, the mom was hiding from whatever's downstairs. Yes, that wasn't her. That sounded okay. like her. Realize so, the explanation of this story is longer than the story mm-hmm, itself. Yep. All right, there's one last one here. Oh, you have another one? One last one. Very short. They delivered the mannequins in bubble wrap. From the main room, I began to hear popping. There's only half a... Yeah, that's all it gets. Okay, yeah. Okay. That, that one. Mm-hmm. I think that's enough of story time. This is... Oh, Courtney says, or maybe the mom was trapped by the bad mom. Oh, who knows which mom is which? Oh, so there was a bad mom downstairs. There was the bad mom downstairs. So that wasn't the real mom. Oh, that could be. I could kind of see that. That's where it, where it would work out. Okay. So the bad mom was from like an alternate universe. Or it could be a demon pretending to be the mom. Could be a demon. That's true. That's what I was thinking. Demons do pretend. Okay. Yeah. No, I think it's an alternate mom. Okay, Greg. Yeah. Then that's the definitive answer. It's an alternate mom. It's an from alternate mom. From another universe mom. that's crossed over, from but she's universe. confused. Mm-hmm. And this mom doesn't understand that she's crossed over from a different parallel universe. And in that universe, you know, it's since it's at night, in the other universe where alt-mom lives, alt-mom humans uh, are are more nocturnal. They stay up at night. So she's just going about her day, getting ready to go for work. She doesn't realize anything's out of the ordinary because that's why she's up at night, you know, going through the kitchen. Whereas, uh, you know, mom in this universe, she's... Night going through the kitchen? Yeah, she's going through the sh- kitchen. She's getting ready to go to work because in alt-mom's universe, humans are nocturnal. And so that's what she's doing. And she has no idea that she's crossed over. But now she's going to get a surprise when she sees, you know, uh, this world mom... And uh, really, these two upstairs are getting ready. Like they're they're scared of her. I regret this. And so, you know, they're the mom upstairs. She's like, "Well, we have to do something about this because that's not me." So they're gonna like go down and like club her. But you know, this this lady doesn't know what's going on. She has no idea what happened. She's just like, ah, "I'm just getting ready to go over for my day," and uh, and now I'm getting clubbed by this other mom. And then they realize what they've done, and they have to cover it up and they hide it. And so they hide the body. In the backyard, and so what happens is they bury the they bury alt mom in the backyard, and then so normal mom and the daughter are like we have to keep a pact. This is our secret. We can't tell anyone what we did with to the alt mom, you know, because nobody knows she existed. So we think we can get away from it until the dad is out there digging in the backyard because he's uh, going to put it in a garden and he's digging through the backyard and boom, what's this? His shovel hits something and he pulls it up and what is it? He's like, oh my god, oh my god, what's going on? And it looks. Just like his wife that he had just seen inside the house. Like, how could she be there buried right now? This is so confusing. And then he goes to tell her and then the, uh, you know, the mom has to club him to hide her what she's done. And before you know it, it's just like a vicious circle. And this mom and daughter go on the road and they're like, they're all trying to cover it up, trying to run away from their past. But it's always going to be there. Oh, my God. Wherever they go, it's always going to be there. And eventually, you know, the two of them, you know, they have to move out into the middle of the woods to, like, avoid anybody. And they live out in the woods together. And they never speak to anybody until, like, a hunter sees them. And then they're like, okay, well, we can't let him know that we're here because we're on the run. And so it's just this vicious thing where they keep on doing this. And they that's how they live their lives from now on. You know, it's what they do. And then when the mom 
uh, passes away, the daughter, you know, she's older now. She just leaves the body in there with the, you know, like in a rocking chair. And the daughter lives there by herself. Stop talking. See, I punched it up a little bit. <sighs> Nibble says this is what Greg should be reciting on his porch if he doesn't want any trick-or-treaters. Oh, my God, yeah. If you want <laughs> Let me people- tell you a story. <laughs> like, I was physically moving away from Greg because I was like, this is the most boring, nonsensical thing. It's not thing boring. Ever. It's going to be a, a great movie. It didn't really circle back around to the alternate universe no, side of it. They it really, really just turned no into murders. No, whatsoever, and then that was kind well, of Well, that's it. for the second one. And then it turned into, like, Psycho. That's pretty and then much it. It's going to be the, the second one. Yeah. You know? Don't part start. Two. No. All right, where are we going? Do, am I doing a little world crazy? Let's do a little bit of world okay. crazy. Anything to get you to stop talking. Still think I won. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, of course, I know you're a big fan of the world of Harry Potter. I'm... Didn't you, like, uh, host a panel on that? Yep. Sure. That was mm-hmm. hilarious. Well, if you are a fan of Harry Potter and you live in Seattle, you should go check this out tonight because a Seattle man uh, is seeking to draw more trick-or-treaters to his neighborhood after he and his neighbors built a replica of Diagon Alley from the Harry Potter series. So that's basically What's the that? alleyway where um, like all this, like the Hogwarts students go and get all of their like wands and robes and magic books and spells. And it's kind of like a crickety-crickety um place full of wizards and it's like hidden from muggle eyes so you can't see it okay so this guy made a diagon alley so this is in ballard uh done by a guy named john chambers he said that his neighborhood is always a little slow on halloween so him and his two daughters brainstormed ideas for elaborate decorations he said that they've always wanted to do something crazy for halloween or christmas so during halloween they said their street's pretty dead nobody comes down here said so we decided to do something about it by building this alley so uh, his youngest daughter, Avery, said she was surprised when her follow- father followed through with the idea. One day he said, all right, let's build something cool in our driveway. And I said, Diagon Alley. And when he said cool, I was like, what if it happens and it did? Well, the project quickly took a light on a life of its own with members of the community donating materials and time to make the secret London shopping districts for wizards even more elaborate. Huh. Well, it's obviously gotten way bigger than I planned, uh, Chambers said, because the community came together and donated supplies. People are here all the time helping out. The father who used 3D printing, which still boggles my mind, let's not even start, um, (laughs) to create many of the materials for the store facades. He said that the work was completed yesterday and that Diagon Alley will open to the public today at 3.30 p.m. Oh, boy. Again, this is in Ballard. So uh, I don't have the ad- the particular address, but it's in Ballard. Uh, I'm sure you can look it up. I'm sure that they're advertising it somewhere. Um, he said, after uh, Halloween, we're open to visits the rest of the year. Reasonable hours, please. So I guess they're going to leave it up. This so is in his driveway? I think it's started in his driveway. I'm not sure if it's to the side of their house or if it was still in the driveway. Okay. This is going to end poorly for him. There are going to be so many, like, Harry yeah. Potter people. Yeah. Yeah, it's, if it's I was in Seattle, happen. I would totally go. I'm going to tell my sister about this. So to go see it. Go see it. All right. Got a story out of Burnville. Burnville. Where's Burnville? I think, is it Florida? I'm going to guess 
Ohio. Okay. We'll just guess Ohio then. Burnville, not Burnsville. B-E-R-N. Burnville. All right. Well, a man named Gary Hoffman, 69 years young, of Burnville, has been accused of causing a disturbance at a... Walmart? Walmart in Berks County. After kicking over a shelf and knocking over a display early yesterday morning. All because he says that Sam Walton, the deceased founder of Walmart, owed him $50. (laughs) That is why he was repeatedly asked but refused to leave. Uh, Continued to drink apple cider, eat Ritz crackers, and also uh, consume some chocolate donuts, state police say. So Hoffman didn't have any money on him to pay for the items, but he said... No, he didn't have to worry about paying for them because the late Walmart founder, again, Sam Walton, owed him $50. Well, the Walmart employees and the police did not believe him, and Gary Hoffman was charged with retail theft and disorderly conduct. Oh, boy. Why did he owe him $50? It doesn't say. Yeah, that's yeah, it the say. real story. I don't, I know. That'd be the true story. That'd be the story behind the story. And finally, a Florida woman was jailed on a prostitution charge last week Uh after she allegedly offered an undercover police officer sexual relations. Oh, boy. If you buy, uh, let's see, if you give her $5 and a beanie baby teddy bear. (laughs) Yes, 51-year-old Karen Robinson stepped into the officer's vehicle around 11 p.m. and negotiated to perform oral sexing. Oh, boy, she's... uh, For $5 and a beanie uh, baby. Now, image is, of her. She's. Uh, uh, it is unclear if the officer did indeed have any beanie babies in his possession, or she was just <laughs> looking for a very specific one. A beanie baby. Um, well, Robinson, after she was arrested, denied engaging in prostitution activity. Said she didn't know what they were talking about. While well, she was released from county jail and not known. Oh, so she was jailed on prostitution charges. Don't know if she's going to be charged for it. Because who really asks for a beanie baby? Yeah, it's in real 2017. Specific. Huh. So there you go. All right. All right. There's your world of crazy. <laughs> that is indeed crazy. That was brief, but crazy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oof, boy, she is quite the looker, too. Oh, did you put it I'm in not the trying chat? to judge, but... Um, it sounds like you're judging. I am I am judging a little bit. Well, I mean, she was arrested for trying to solicit a beanie baby for, mm-hmm. for uh, favors returned. For favors, yes. For favors. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, either way. There we go. Okay. I think we've we've done enough for today, sir. I think we've we've covered a lot of ground here. We've put out some scary stories. Clearly, this is the best show we've ever done. Oh yes. Uh, Let's put this in the best of. Might have put this one in the best of. Let's, uh, let's archive this one for uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say thank you to everybody who tunes into Fun Up Live Radio. We did we, start out a little discombobulated. We were, but it's fine. Um, it's always fun. Thank you for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Of course, you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Oh. You can follow us on Twitter at FunEmpRadio. Boy, I just saw Beanie Baby Lady. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Get your tickets to the Portland Podcast Festival. PDXPodFestival.com. Buy your tickets. Buy them now. Now. That would be awesome. Yes. And let us know when you do. We love hearing from you. We love, yep. Just get them so they're secured, then you're ready to go. And then when you go to this amazing first annual podcast festival, you can be like, hey, I was there. Yeah. I got my tickets. I supported my people. We're your people, by the way. And it's going to be a ton of fun anyway. Yeah. It's really going to be a fun event. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
announcement later today, I believe, is awesome. going to be going up on the uh, PDX Pod Festival Facebook page. There's more to come. As usual, you can send us an email, funemploymentradio mm. at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into our show. We really, really do appreciate it. You are awesome. You make every day special. Rainbows? Are we going to say rainbows? No. I was going to say worthwhile. Okay. It's true. What's true? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I believe you. I thought you were okay. going to say rainbows. I believe you were like really latched onto this note. Yeah, I kind of wanted that to happen, but oh well. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. You were all fantastic. Uh, be sure <laughs> yeah. to go like us on Twitter and Facebook. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow with more fun and boyfriend radio. Knock out, my friend. Bye. Things try rock. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh.